Hello and welcome to the Physiology of Faith podcast. I'm your host, Bobby. Have you ever been numb? You know, whether it's mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. If you've ever been numb, I've heard it termed in phrases of not being able to feel, not being happy, but also not being sad. It's just a sense of nothingness and emptiness. Often numbness comes from an overload of information that we don't know how to handle, so our senses shut down and turn off. We go into a freeze mode when you can't process what's happening. Other times you've been through so much stress that your body can't contain it anymore and it slips into a state of not feeling. When you've been through loss or grief, Numbness can accompany all these things. When you are walking in a river and it's too cold, (laughs) your body can't handle the senses, so it goes numb. When you're in shock, when you go to the dentist, your teeth get numb. There's all kinds of different ways of experiencing what it's like to be numb, but to be numb is to not feel. And when you can't feel, it's a challenging place to be. I remember feeling like I would rather be sad every single day, then never go back to feeling numb. I was reading about an antidote, an antidote to this numbness. And stress and fear in the body over chronic and long-term amounts of time lead to that numbness. And a simple verse seemed to be the antidote. It says, be still and know that I am God. And I thought, what would my life be like if I was able to be still? And what does stillness look like? Or what does stillness feel like? And I thought of peace. I started meditating on that and using my breath to try to inhale this peace and to release anything that was not serving me. If you pause and take a moment to breathe in, be still, exhale, let go. Let go of fear, anxiety, and stress, anything that's not allowing you to be still. What's in the way of you in stillness as you breathe in stillness? Just like your breath is an invisible source, so is stillness. Your mind can command the body. So be still. Know that I am God means to let go. What can you let go of to know that he is God? When you take another just deep, deep breath in and breathe in this stillness. When you're able to be still, you know that God is love. And what does it mean that God is love? Some simple questions that got me back to feeling and having a better and more enjoyable experience in life is to know that you are beloved. The Lord knows how hard you are trying He sees all your sin sacrifices and he counts them to your good and to the good of those you love. Your work is not in vain and you are not alone. Recognizing that God's hand was present in my life and that he was aware of me even in my struggle was something that was a really profound experience for me. And then pondering the questions and just taking a moment to ask. I remember reading a verse that said, The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. 
And in moments of struggle or of suffering, it's it's hard to be still and know that he is God. But then on a second note, do we know that we are the children of God, that you are his divine son or daughter? Be still and know that I am God is to know that God is love. And that because God is love, he had children and a parent who loves their child wants them to grow and learn and have experience so that they can become like them, just like you want your kids to become like you. So some profound questions I asked were, one, Heavenly Father, are you really there? Did I really live with, walk with, and talk with you before this life? Did I know what I would be called to endure? Are you with me now? Can you forgive me for what I'm not? And do you love me for what I am? And what can I do with what I've been given? What attribute of godliness do I need to help me on my journey? Is it love? Is it courage? Is it patience? Is it peace? Is it stillness? What do I need to help me on this trek? When you're able to pause to be still and know that he is God and know that God is love, you know that he can deliver exactly what you need. That the awakening of weakness is not because you are not loved, but because you are. Behold, he changed their hearts. Yea, he awakened them out of a deep sleep, and they awoke unto God. A group of people in a dark place were woken up to the ways of God. And just like their hearts can change, so can yours. I learned that the heart has matter, just like the brain does. The heart can feel and the heart can think. God speaks to us in our mind and in our heart. And he connects those two things to testify of truth. So do you know who and whose you are? If you know your basic identity, it can help alleviate some numbness. I remember reading a verse in John 12, and it simply said that Jesus Christ came a light, that whosoever would believe on him would not abide in darkness. And if any man hear these words and believe them not, I judge him not. For I came not to judge the world, but to save the world. And I thought, I believe in Jesus Christ. Why am I abiding in darkness? And I started thinking of the commandments and what it really means to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. And I started thinking of who I am at the core of my being and what I believe my identity is. Have any of you ever said the phrase, I'm an idiot, or I am stupid, or I am dumb? Whenever you say I am, not only is it invoking the name of God, he is the great I am. I am causes neuropathways to connect in your brain. The more you repeat these thoughts that follow I am, these thinking patterns, the more ingrained they become in your brain. And actually, if you look up neuroscience, these patterns that form in your brain look a lot like chains. Over time, 
These neural pathways that connect and disconnect, once something has been repeated over and over and over again in your mind, they begin to fuse together and form these little bridges between these pathways. Because your brain thinks, oh, I'm tired of connecting and disconnecting. I'm just going to hold this together. I'm going to build a bridge. No different than if you were to take a ferry across a river. And had you crossed that river in the same place so many times, eventually, if the traffic increased, they would want to build a bridge for easier access. Your brain is the same. You're, once you've thought something over and over again, it creates this bridge for this pathway to have more easy travel. That identity of believing that I am dumb, I'm, I'm an idiot, I am stupid, your brain can't help to follow the actions that take place or the commands that you allow to dwell in your mind. So if you believe I'm an idiot, you're going to look for reasons to act like an idiot or what you view as an idiot. Whenever someone says, I'm just being real, but they're being real negative, they are being real according to their reality, realness in their mind. Whatever pathways they've formed is the way they perceive their reality. And that's why they say, speak your truth. But just because it's true to somebody doesn't mean it's necessarily God's truth about your identity. It's not necessarily actual truth. It's just your truth. It's the pathways that you've connected in your brain over and over again. If the Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God, like Jeremiah was told, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee and sanctified thee, and foreordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Before this prophet was born, he was known by God, and he was foreordained for a specific purpose and cause. And that is something that is marvelous. We lived and walked and talked with God before this life, and that is our identity spiritually. Our DNA is that we are a child of God. And anything else that follows I am, the belief that there are things that are good and things that are not good are true, and it testifies of God. All things that are good come from God and denote that there is a God. In this amazing verse, it simply states, not only does the Spirit itself bear witness with the Spirit that, our, that we are the children of God, but Jesus Christ states, I am the light which shineth in darkness, and by my power I give these words unto thee. And now verily, verily, I say unto thee, put the, your trust in the Spirit which leadeth to do good, yea, to do justly, to walk humbly, to judge righteously. And this is my Spirit. So anything that testifies and teaches to do good is of and from God. We learn a little bit more of this in some more verses, which is a profound teaching. It simply states, Wherefore, all things which are good cometh of God, and that which is evil cometh of the devil, for the devil is an enemy unto God, and fighteth, fighteth in it against him and continually, and invites and entices to do sin and to do that which is evil continually. But that which is of God invites and entices to do good continually. Wherefore, whatever thing invites and entices to do good and to love God and to serve him is inspired of God. So anything that is good is from God. And that is something that's really profound because we didn't have bodies until we came to earth. There was any battle that there was in heaven was a battle of words. 
And there's words that are good, and it was by the power of God's word that he formed the earth. By the power of his words, he divided the light from the darkness, the land from the sea, and he created you, and he also created me. By the power of these words, man came upon the face of the earth, and we were made in his likeness and image, and like God, there's power in our words. So whenever you say, I am, it's really our identity, and if we're not speaking truth behind the statement, I am, when we're saying things like, I'm an idiot, I'm dumb, and those are negative belief patterns, or I'm fat, or I'm stupid, not only do our behaviors follow, but we're telling a lie. And it is a command from God to not lie. And it is no wonder that we are dwelling in darkness when we're repeating those messages and believing Satan over God. I compare that to the experience of Moses when he sees God. He goes on this mount of transfiguration and his body has to literally be changed to endure the presence of God. And when he comes back down to earth, he is met by Satan, who comes in taunting him, saying, Moses, son of man, worship me. And Moses thought to himself and spoke, Who are you to say worship me? <laughs> my body just had a change to endure the presence of God. And my body did not have to change just to see you. So, so who are you and what are you? And Satan keeps taunting him. The only power Satan has is negative power. And he doesn't have to have influence over us except that we let him. And he keeps taunting Moses over and over again. Moses, son of man, worship me. And finally, Moses gets freaked out by it. And then he starts to fill the powers of hell in his life. But nevertheless, calling upon God, he was delivered from the darkness and never in the scriptures ever says that alone life is possible but rather that with God all things are possible when you're in a dark place or in a state of fear or even in a state of sin nevertheless calling upon God you can be delivered that darkness can disperse from you and he will come to you if we ask we will receive Going back to the beginning, pondering and asking the question about your true identity, asking God, Heavenly Father, are you really there? Did I really live with, walk with, and talk with you before this life? Did I know what I would be called to endure? Are you with me now? Can you forgive me for what I'm not? And do you love me for what I am? If you can know these simple truths, these divine signatures, it can help you on your journey. Getting rooted and grounded is important and essential in your journey. Knowing the truth about your identity can help you so that when winds and storms come and prevail upon you, when they beat upon you, you don't have to fall and succumb to the storm because you know who and whose you are and you're not thrown about with everything the people around you are saying. Because the rock upon which you were built Remember, remember, it is upon the rock of our Redeemer, who is Christ, the Son of God, that you must build your foundation, that when the devil shall send forth his mighty winds, yea, his shafts in the whirlwind, yea, when all his hell and his mighty storm shall beat upon you, it shall have no power over you to drag you down to the gulf of misery and endless woe because of the rock upon which you are built. 
which is a sure foundation, foundation whereon if men build, they cannot fall. I want to remind you today that you are deeply connected to God the Father and the Savior Jesus Christ, that your identity is that you are his child, and that anything following the statement I am is most benefited when it's followed up by his characters. I am developing into the character of God. I am a child of God. I am learning. I am growing. I am a beacon of God's light and of his love. I am filled with hope, charity, love, peace, and wholeness. All of these things are characteristics of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and we are seeking to become like him. And every experience, whether good or bad, can testify of Christ because he turns all things into good things. When we sin and make mistakes, we become relatable and we help give others hope as we apply the healing balm that comes from the atonement of Jesus Christ into our life. There is no possible way you can go wrong in your life when you turn to the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and know that you are not ashamed to him. He knew your mistakes had happened before they ever happened, and so they are not a surprise. But as you turn your whole heart to him, he can help get you back on a path that can re lead to exalted life. So a simple reminder that your identity, again, is that you are a child of God. I want to remind you that you are deeply connected to God the Father and the Savior Jesus Christ. And you are in alignment with them. You can let go of anything out of tune with that and out of alignment with that. I want to remind you that I am rooted and that you are rooted and grounded to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Your thoughts and your actions can be in alignment with that as well as you choose them. Choosing that means to let go of fear, lack of worth, frustration, and self-hate. I want to remind you today, and as you breathe, breathe this in, breathe the truth in. Just like you can't see air, you can't necessarily tree see truth except that your actions start to change, your health starts to change, your mind starts to change. I am rooted to the characteristics of Christ, and I'm developing through experience into his character. In order to do that, I encourage you to exhale and just let go of anger let go of false beliefs. Let go of the idea that you are failing. There is no such thing as failing if you have learned, because if you have learned, you have grown. Perfection is more so applying the principles of Christ, of practicing faith in him, repenting when you make a mistake. You can do those things perfectly. And as you breathe in one more time, I want you to breathe in. And think of this phrase, I am love, light, joy, peace, willing, courageous, faithful, accepting, forgiving. I am whole and I am complete. I have the right to exist and I choose to stay. I hope as you come to know your true identity and your great worth and value to God, that you can have the tools and the ability to fight off the dark storms that surround you. That when the rock... When you are built upon the rock and the devil's mighty winds rage around you, that it's around you and not in you, because you are rooted and grounded to the gospel of Jesus Christ and to your true identity as a child of God. My hope and my prayer is that as you root and ground yourself to this truth, that you can know of your own personal power and that it is in him that you receive that power. I bear witness that Jesus Christ knows you by name. He loves you deeply and that you are his, you are not a shame, you are not a mistake, and that all things can work together for your good when you love him. Have a beautiful day.
Thanks for listening to Physiology of Faith podcast and have a wonderful day.